Big Dog Random Show. All right, everybody, welcome to the Big Dog Random Show. I got a special guest tonight, Mr. Alan Ross. Why don't you tell us what's going on on your side of the planet? Hi, everybody. I'm Keith Allen Ross, and I'm on Vancouver Island, BC, Canada. And I've been on the island oh, since oh, grade two, and I've been up in my area here now for just over 42 years. I lived down island, the big city of Victoria. And in grade seven, we moved to the village of Gold River, where I still am today. So that's been a few years. So you've had a fascination with uh, Bigfoot for a while, huh? Oh, yeah. Um, Ever since the Gimlin film, you know, back in the day. I've always believed that her stories through the natives, uh, it's been great. I've had sightings here, uh, accounts, you know, noises, wood knocks, vocalizations. It's a really, you know, Vancouver Island is actually a perfect habitat for Sasquatches, if you think of everything that's on here. Mm. So when was your first sighting? My first one was I was driving to the next town over. Uh, it was December 12th, uh, 2012, okay. and uh, it was crossing the river as I was driving down the road. I just watched it about seven steps across the river, big nine-foot beige. Oh, he was beautiful in the sunshine. Fur on him just glistened, and uh, he was about uh, thigh deep in the water and he was just crossing the river as i was driving through like nothing huh just walking yeah, right through yeah i couldn't stop it was like whoa did i really see what i saw <laughs> you know it takes a while for it to register because you chase um something for so long and never see it but you see signs of it and uh, that's the hard part. But when you see it, it's a shock. It's like, whoa, I'm really chasing those. <laughs> you know, trying to track them and figure out where they always are. And... So when you first saw it, were you uh, fascinated or did you were you a little nervous? Or... Well, I, I, it was one time and there was no place to pull over on the highway. I, it was too dangerous at the time. Mm-hmm. It was a five-foot snowbank. It just was impossible where I was. You know, in that area, I was on a corner, down a hill, right alongside the river. And, uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it was quite the um, heart-pounding. You know, it's like a, it takes a bit to register that you're really chasing something that's really there. And I spent 30 years never seeing them, but hearing stuff. You know, uh, camping, you hear them at night, never see them. You know, I can't afford uh, night vision goggles. Did you ever go back to that area? Oh, yeah, it's on the way to town. I pass it every day. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, there's more than one Sasquatch on the island. I figured uh, me and a group of us, we, uh, we assumed at least 900 from tip to tip. 
Wow. Land all across the island. And they do swim back and forth from Alert Bay. We, we got proof of that. Have you seen them swimming? I know, but they've been witnessed coming in the shore from oh. the natives up in Alert Bay. So, so you spoke to uh, people about encounters? Oh, yeah. It's, it's not unusual to hear them out here. If you spend enough time, if you spend enough time in the bush, you'll hear them. We usually try to spend um, a minimum five days into the forest. Yeah. We go out. I follow- and there's no cameras, no sound equipment. And it takes about three days for them to come in the camp and try to intimidate you in some while. They start... Uh, the longer you're out, the better your accounts are. Right. We find footprints and pan prints, and it's just in the mushroom season right now. So they've been eating two types of mushrooms, mainly. And uh, they leave a lot of sign. You said you find prints and... Do you ever find any like... Oh, yeah, because um, they've been on the island longer than the humans have been here. You know, they've watched Vancouver Island grow in the wood days now. Dodgewood Villages, uh, two major cities, Victoria and Nanaimo, uh, then Campbell, and everything else is smaller. Right. So, uh, we've got 22 little villages up and down the coast. Wow. Uh, so are they, like, friendly, or have you heard of any hostile encounters? Well, then there's two. A friend of mine's got a camp. He's a native gentleman, and he has a camp up there. And he's got two Sasquatches that aren't friendly. They'll throw rocks at your, uh, your cabin. He's got six cabins he, uh, he rents out. And takes uh, people up there Sasquatching. He kind of guides them up, and uh, he gets accounts. He found a good footprint last time they were out there, you know, a castable one, about 22, 23 inches long. Wow, that's a that's a big guy. Yeah, they can vary in size, I guess. What, what's... The first one I saw couldn't have been more than 900 pounds. It was very slim, and oh, yeah, it was just a beautiful maze. It was just so white and and uh, well-groomed. That's what I got out of it. He was, it looked like he was brushed. It was in such good shape. He looked clean, huh? Yeah, he wasn't all matted, and uh, yeah, it was really nice. He was a really handsome-looking creature. You think he was uh, headed out looking for a mate? Uh, they must. They, I don't know what they'd be looking for out here. Well, I mean, um, you, you know how men are. We get all cleaned up whenever we're looking for a partner. Oh, yeah. Or maybe he was already married and his wife doesn't let him leave the house all matted up. That could be, but he was nicely, yeah, the, his hair was really six to eight inches long, head to toe. Wow. It was really nice. And uh, you've had uh, any recent activity? I did, probably about 15 days ago, I saw the largest 
red Sasquatch. I I didn't believe they could be this big, especially on the island. Um, I was walking up a road, looking at a stump, and I assumed somebody had put uh, about six foot long strips of cedar bark around a stump to dry them. And it was weird. Uh, so I kept walking towards the other, probably about 200 yards away, walking up a logging road, looking at this stump. And uh, 200 feet away, so it jumps up and runs. But three steps, that thing was at full speed. It was incredible, but red and beautiful. But, uh, yeah, when it, I startled it coming up the road, I wasn't expecting it to move. So I was kind of kicking rocks you know, going up the road, and I was looking down the ground, and, you know, I was just, you know, walking up the road. I looked back up. It looked at me, stood up. And it ran over a ridge and gone, but I never heard it. It never made a sound. It didn't break a branch. It didn't grunt. It, and I'm going back probably, uh, I don't know, maybe Monday, Tuesday. I'm a little busy on the weekend. <laughs> hmm. But I'm going back to the same area. And when I got to exactly where he was sitting, he had it back to me, and I guess he didn't hear me till I, you know, kicking that rock, and that's what he heard echo with a rock. And uh, he turned, he stood up, three steps, he was gone out of sight, over a little hill, and bang, he was gone, through the slash. And uh, I went to where he was sitting, and he was eating mushrooms. I found mushroom stems in the area, and... Uh, but I didn't go back yet. I will go back, but I, he's so big, and I, I don't know why it would run. That's what got me. Um, I don't know how to... <laughs> I got to be careful approaching it. That's all. I don't want to irritate him. I don't want him to run away. I don't want to get myself all beat up by a thousand-pound creature. Yeah, that's not... Well, so I'm hoping he's, uh, he's still in the area, and uh, this winter I'm hoping to get some little bit of snow. You know, a foot of snow would make a big difference where I found him. I'd probably find some good trackways yeah, okay. if he doesn't leave the area for the winter. Hmm. Have we had luck in the winter? Um, I, I don't take pictures because they don't look good. <laughs> I got a video of a trackway, nine steps, next to a lake. Um, that's it. But to take pictures in the snow, it's really, um, I don't have the right, I don't know, I can't do it. They don't look right. The snow just blends in, the white snow. and, well, and You can't identify a track through a picture. Yeah, that's you can't, part. can't see the details. Because the way it breaks up and... You know, a day old trackle uh, might melt an inch around. Mm. So you can't really tell anymore. It's just deformed real quick out here. So the one that ran off, 
Um, you said it was a red color or brownish, or oh yeah, it looked like somebody had taken cedar bark nine feet strips, probably about two feet wide, and laid them all standing up against the stump. That's what I originally thought. So it was like a strip cedar red bark color, red. Yeah, that's what threw me off. I really thought it was the back end of cedar scripts that somebody was drying out. Oh, I and get it, it was just now. a weird place for them, but I wasn't thinking of a Sasquatch. I was just out walking my dog, basically, and I ran into him, and it took off. And uh, it was the largest I've ever seen. I've never, I really didn't think it got that big in the island. Well, even got that big in B.C., but uh, I've only been on the island. I don't go anywhere else. Oh, okay. So your dog didn't react to it, or was it kind of acting a little weird? He did when we got to the area uh-huh. um, where it was eating the mushrooms. He started to take off into the bigger timber, and I had to call him back. Oh, okay. So he, he was on the track or something, but there's no trail. You know, there's no game trail to follow. You're in an open log slash area. You know, it's a mess. You know, it's been logged 40 years ago, but it's still, you know, it's a, it's a chore to walk through. Mm. Yeah, it's not easy to... Yeah. yeah, over 40 years of growth, it's a lot of bush and trees and shrubs and, you know, yeah, just logging out here is a number one priority for survival. So there's lots of stuff. The whole stumps. river is dotted with logging roads. Thousands of logging roads out here. Oh, okay. So uh, have you spoken to any uh, loggers out there that's had experiences? Uh, over the past, when I was younger, um, yeah, not too many will talk about it. It's, it's like a taboo subject. Oh, uh, okay. Because that's their livelihood. You know, because if, you know, if it becomes a, a known species, not an unknown species, yeah, you know, that would affect Vancouver Island logging completely. It would shut it right down, turn Royal Island into a Sasquatch park. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, that could be terrible for this island. That would put out, you know, a lot of work. So, yeah, I don't, yeah, I got to be careful what I do up here when I do it. Yeah. So, I can't brag too much about where I live and what Vancouver Island is and, you know, but they come and go. They, you know, they, they do swim. There's no wind breeze on the island, that's for sure. They do swim back to the mainland and do their stuff and then they come back and... Alert Bay is a real hot spot for where they, there's three islands, and each island's a mile apart, so it's only a three-mile swim. Sasquatch could do that in the night easily. Yeah, I was going to ask, what do you think the distance is that they can swim? Yeah, from the mainland, the first island's a mile, second island's a mile, and then into Alert Bay is a mile. And that's a native village in, on island, just outside of uh, Port Alberni. No, Port Alice. No, 
Yeah, put up Ernie. Too many ports out here. <laughs> Do the uh, natives have a special name for them, or? Oh, there's too many native villages, and they all have oh. their own stories, their own names. You know, there's 200 names for a Sasquatch. It depends what native you talk to out here. Right, yeah, some of them. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, some, you know, so, yeah, some are just spiritual creatures to them, others are real beings, some are inter interdimensional to some natives, and they all got their own beliefs. So I've learned not to talk to them. It's really hard because of it, because they got their own beliefs and their own names, and so uh, I don't talk to natives about. It's, yeah, they don't. They don't like me in the bush. I, I actually get in trouble out here from them. <laughs> Still in the bush. That's what I hear once in a while. Oh, so they. They just want to find a footprint. Huh? They they just might be afraid that you might get them riled up and you know. Yeah, I don't know, but I do. I get people telling me, "Well, you shouldn't be chasing them and harassing them." It's like, well. <laughs> It's not chasing and harassing because you, you can't see them. You know, they'll be, you know, 300 yards up a slash area, or I mean up in the timber, paralleling what you're doing on a road. Lots of little roads that are overgrown up here. But now, you know, we got to weave our way through the trees. Then we get into the deeper bush and we start following game trails. Oh, yeah, we've been stalked. We hear them. You know, they do make noise, just to bug us. Just let us know they're out there. Hmm. You hear tree breaks and uh, whistles, lots of whistles. No. They like to whistle out here, I noticed. So, but not very loud. They will do a soft whistle, so you got to, you know, walk, stop, listen. You know, not tromping through the bush, but we do make a lot of noise when we're out there anyway. Yeah, we're not stealthy. You don't want to surprise a bear or anything like that. No, we don't. But we got, yeah, we got grizzlies on the island that are making their way down island now. So they could be next year or two, or even this year. You know, they could be one or two in the area. I'd hate to run across a grizzly that's got an elk laying there and it's eating it. And I come over a ridge. That could be a bad situation because we're not armed. We're... I don't carry a gun. Me and my uh, me and my buddy, we just take off and we separate. You know, within yelling distance, and we just hit a game trail. Y'all don't carry any type of protection. I mean, if uh... no, no bear spray, no knife. I never have in forty years. Well, it obviously worked or you wouldn't be here. Well, I've written everything out here already. And, uh, you know, I'm still standing. <laughs> yeah. I have been mauled by anything yet. Have you ever uh, had any situations where you wished you had a gun? I had a cougar stalking me for quite a while. A young one, though. He didn't know what it was. I'm probably the first human he ever saw, and he just followed me, and uh, I literally had to chase him away because 
I had to pay attention to where I was going, not behind me. And so I did. I just grabbed a nice big long branch with lots of branches sticking out. And I, I just ran at him. And, and basically ended up throwing a branch at him. And now he just left. That was enough for him. But he just stalked me for quite a ways. Hmm. It got to be just a pain. It was more and annoying. And it was too young. I knew he wasn't going to jump me. If he was a year older, I would have been more scared. But he was just too young a cat. Never seen a human. Just curious. Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful with the mama bears and the cubs. Yeah, then we, yeah, yeah, we do run into them. Is, is there just a, a certain time where you... Is there a certain time where you decide to stay out of the woods? Or... Uh, no, we're kind of stupid, me and Steve. <laughs> bear hunting season? No, we are. We're in the bush. Bear hunting season? It's elk hunting season right now. And we're still in the bush. Oh, oh uh, no, we, we don't worry about getting shot. <laughs> Not yet, anyways. No one shot at us, but. Yeah, no, we go in the bush. It's the animals don't take a break. So we don't either. We spend a, you know, I'm out there sometimes three times a day. So like I live in the forest where I am. Ten minutes out in my car, I'm in deep bush. It's nice. Not too far from your house, huh? Oh, no. We got a trackway probably four kilometers just out of town. Beautiful footprint. Have you ever had them come messing around your house? Uh, no, but I can hear them at night howling in the background at 3, 4 in the morning. Mm. You can hear them in the trailer park here where I live. Okay. Yeah, it echoes. Okay. You hear the echo of them, basically. Oh, so they're quite a ways. Yeah, they are. They're up probably yeah, six kilometers away. But they're up higher in my village in the valley, so it, it does echo. You know, when they're blasting, they can actually shake our trailer <laughs> out here. And I bet the dogs don't like that too much. I uh, get a few dogs at night and hear them. But uh, we also get the wolves howling too out here. We got a pack of wolves within seven kilometers of town. Hmm. I bet, uh... Yeah, they get the dogs going. Yeah, them wolves can be a pest, huh? Uh, coming in and picking people's cats and dogs. Yeah, cougars are the biggest thing in town for cats. The wolves are pretty good. They will chase the deer and elk in the town. And, uh, but we very rarely see them. Hmm, okay, so they're not that much of a nuisance. No, they're not. Um, the next village up north of us, they had a bad problem last year with four wolves. They're actually attacking people downtown with dogs. They're yeah. after the dogs. But people will be walking their dogs down the street by themselves, and there's probably only a thousand people living in Tassis. In the summertime, and uh, probably about 400 in the wintertime. So, uh, you know, the wolves up there are pretty aggressive. 
So game one had to come in and shoot them all. Oh, okay. So they had to get some uh, yeah. some help with that. Yeah, so, yeah, and they put the tax down island, down in uh, Tofino, on the beach. Wolves attacking dogs again. So my dog's been attacked by two wolves. Oh. That's a horrible sound. Yeah. You know, three minutes of dogs and one dog and two wolves fighting. It's not a good sound in the forest. <laughs> No, I got a good-sized dog. Okay. So, uh, but he's still, he's been, he fought with everything so far. Bear, uh, no grizzlies, but black bear, cougar, two wolves. He's, uh, yeah, he's attacked them all already. Hmm. He's a warrior, huh? Well, yeah, that is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like yeah, it's a beautiful island. The habitat here is great. I mean, poor salmon runs in every river. The food here for a Sasquatch is incredible. And that's not even talking about the ocean. You know, look at all you can eat out of, out of an ocean. Yeah, all kinds Sasquatch of... Sasquatch grab a seal. What a feast. Yeah, I never thought of them eating seals, but yeah. I don't see why not. Yeah, seals. Uh, clam beaches, you know, there's probably four or five different clams on every beach. Oysters galore. There's no shortage of oysters out here. Well, that's some good eating. Oh, yeah. You know, for a habitat for Sasquatch, they do pretty good. Yeah. They would be able to survive for a long time. Oh, yeah, here, yeah. And they've watched the island grow. Now, does it get you real know, real snowy out there, like like blizzards? and? Uh, we can get up to two feet in town. Probably about four feet on the way to the next town on the highway. And the mountains, it uh, depends on how you go. But you need to walk if you're inaccessible on, you know, driving. And I don't snowmobile. So, uh, and cross-country skiing, we got too many hills. So I'm not doing that. Well, you're just hiking and playing it safe, huh? Well, we probably just, in the wintertime, we spend more time on logging roads, looking for trackways. I really try to follow the elk. Because I think the Sasquatch herd them in the valleys during the winter. And feed off them in the winter. They have a lot of big valleys out here. They go on for six, seven miles deep. Big box canyon. One way in, one way out. That's how they serve them rape during the winter. If they're not in the ocean. Have you ever uh, come upon any uh, Bigfoot kills? Well, that's hard to tell. Um... I've come across three elk in my time, but they weren't bones. They were full-bodied elk laying in the bush. Why they were dead, I had no idea. You know, you, there's no marks. There's no... It's an elk laying there. It's usually a female, not a bull. It's a female. I've come across three full, you know, four-day-old dead elk in the bush just hiking 
when the slash chewing the bush and uh, over the years. But to find bones and stuff is not an easy thing out here. I don't know what happens to them. I haven't figured that part out for, you know, deer kills and elk kills. Yeah, probably. You find a lot of uh, um, bone, like a whole carcass. Yeah. I won't find, we'll find the odd leg bone or a rib bone somewhere, maybe a skull, but we've never run across a whole carcass of an elk or deer yet. Like the antlers and everything complete. Yeah, just the bones? No, we haven't. I've come across just pieces, you know, leg here and the rib over there, and that'll be it. You guys have por then, you know, porcupines? I don't. Yeah, we get some thick bush out here some places. It's actually impossible for us. Mm. We just don't walk through it. I think the smaller mammals will eat the bones, you know, for calcium and, you know. Yeah, I don't know if a raccoon would eat them or a, a ferret. We got raccoons, we got ferrets. Uh, a few weasels. I don't know if weasels eat bone or not. Hmm, I don't know. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, we don't find really a lot of kills here. Even from Barracuda. We look. You know, it's not from the lack of looking. We do find them, but not an abundance of them. Yeah. So I always look for deer antlers and elk antlers, and you think it'd be all over the bush. But they're not. They're hard to find. And vegetation for them? Oh, we got all kinds of greens. There's uh, miner's lettuce, and there's skunk cabbage they'll eat. Um, oh, yeah, there's four or five different greens that a Sasquatch could eat on a regular basis out here. Winter time's a little rougher. That's why I figured they live on it. Elk. Elk would be the easiest thing to crawl up here into a valley. You know, four or five Sasquatch. <laughs> if they're able to do it. Right. I mean, they probably could. No doubt. Yeah, they're an intelligent creature. They know how to stay out of sight. Oh, yeah. I think that's pretty much everywhere. It's like if oh, they... yeah, they do. They either uh, encounters happen by accident, or sometimes they just want to be seen to try to scare you. Or yeah, yeah. Uh, has your partner had uh, any sightings and encounters? Oh, he did it years ago when he was hiking through the, one of the parks in Canada. He actually saw Sasquatch. And it followed him for about eight kilometers, he assumed. But he got a good visual of it, walking up a ridge. Oh, wow. Probably about 80 feet away, he said. And, and it, it was standing in an open field, I guess. And uh, it walked up the ridge. And uh, <laughs> he never heard about Sasquatches, didn't know anything about them. So that's what got him going out his first sighting. But it took him years to hear stories and talk to people and and then he realized he was like yeah when i went through the you know the park i saw one 
That's what it was. So he put the two and two together, but it took him years. Wow, yes. But he, he found the last really good footstep in the bush on an elk trail. A really nice 18-inch uh, right foot imprint. We got good pictures of it, short videos. So you guys known each other for a long time, or...? We all got oh, probably about seven years now, Steve and I have been hiking out here together. And I it, can't keep him out of the bush. And it, Once our car stops, he's in the bush. Oh, he's in he's there, ready, ready to go, huh? Oh, yeah, he is. He loves it in there, and he looks, and he finds stuff. You know, trackways and footprints. And it was just in the mushroom season, so... You can see where they're digging up the odd mushroom now and then. Yeah, they're very, you know, they do it every year. You know, they, you know, they, it is a habit for them. Every year they do the same things. Salmon season runs, you know, at the rivers, catching salmon. So uh, nothing ever changes. They got their routines and they stick to them. It's just to find them in a certain area. I'm probably got four areas where I could go and guarantee here Sasquatches right now. Wow. But it'll take about four to eight days. In about three to four days, they will come within 200 yards of camp at night. So you think when you, you, know, fir when you first start camping out, they kind of avoid you and just kind of test you out and see you and then... After a couple of days, well, you can't go in. You can't go anywhere without your vehicle echoing, you know, four or five miles down the valley. So they know you're coming, and they the campsite we go to, uh, we go back and forth there quite a bit. It's a great fishing area. So we don't go there for a weekend. We go there for a day. So they get used to your vehicle going up and down that same spot. So they know where you're going. So then they'll come in. Figure out, oh, he's still here, he's still here. Oh, another night, he's still here. Oh, let's go down and bug him. <laughs> we got some really cool grunts last year with a gentleman from Down Island who was interested in Sasquatches. And the echo from the back side of the lake, halfway up a mountain, but the echo and the grunts, grunts, two in a row. I can't even describe the sound it made, but the vibration, you can feel it. As it hit us, it's like, boom, boom. Like, whoa, was that strong? But, yeah, it's a good lake to go to. I'd take anybody up there for four or five days, anybody. Now, have you ever been hit by infrasound or anything like that? Um, I could have been. Um, I don't know. I felt like I'd been electrocuted by a... A nine-volt battery, but it went through my whole body. You know, you stick your tongue on a nine-volt battery and you feel that little zing? Mm-hmm. Well, it felt like my whole body did that. And it's like, whoa, that was weird. It was like, so we just kept walking, but I've had that happen two or three times. But it's always been quiet, the bush. Like, no birds. I mean, quiet. The only one making noise is me, Steve, and my dog. And uh, my dog's all over the place, but 
Yeah, Steve and I are, you know, in the forest isn't a quiet place to hike up here. There's so much debris on the ground. Hmm. And uh, have you ever been afraid for your life with these things? No, never afraid, ever. No, I've never been. I sleep outside without a tent even. Just a fire in my sleeping bag. And, you know, I've done that. Um, I've done this a lot by myself for years. Mm-hmm. I'd go up by, you know, my truck and I, you know, I, I'd go sit up on a mountain for five hours a night and just watch the stars and build a little fire. <laughs> yeah, I spent a lot of time doing this alone, listening, and um, I broke down one time a couple of years back. It went in the bush. I had twisted the drive shaft off my Jeep. And we were stranded. And we were there at 12 o'clock at night. And I put my buddy in a tent. I sat in a lawn chair all night on the logging road we are broken down on. And, uh, and there was something behind me all night. Cracking and tweaking branches. And, and it would move maybe 10 feet to the left. And go back to the right. And I, my flashlight wasn't strong enough to make the distance of the sound. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see anything. But uh, that was just a weird night because it happened until the sun. I just started seeing the silhouettes of the trees and the mountains. And then it took off. Whatever it was, it left. I didn't hear it ever again. And uh, my buddy finally woke up. We dropped the drive shaft in the morning and drove out of there. But uh, whatever was behind me spent the night with me. But it kept out of eyesight and flashlight range, which was a cheap flashlight. But uh, it's all I had in the vehicle at the time. Um, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a nerve-wracking night for a normal... Uh, that was, yeah, I just, yeah, I didn't hear cracking and maybe it would be throwing acorns or rocks in the, you know, the slash behind me. It was, yeah, it kept me jumpy. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, I, I figured a Sasquatch after about an hour. A cougar would have moved, the bear would have left. A Sasquatch just sat there and bugged me. It's all it did. He's me all night. <laughs> He's just having fun with you. I, yeah, I deal with that watching me. I mean, they're all over the island here, so you never know when you're going to run into one. You just don't know. Yeah, you don't know what you're going to run into out there. No, not out here. Yeah, yeah we got some steep mountains, good valleys. Uh, we got echoes galore. My buddy and I are always testing echoes in the bush. You're always yelling and whoop. screaming? Or? We do a couple of whoops just for the echo to see what's out there. You yeah. know, you hear a crack, yeah, they will echo. Yard one, yard branch, and we let them, you know, break a, a three-inch tree, and you hear it snap. Like, ooh, that was cool. <laughs> but it's, you know, 400 feet up in the bush. Wow. And do you, do you get responses yeah, back? They, they, do, they do follow us God time. I've got two pictures, well I don't, but a lady caught in one of my my uh, 
in my uh, in the picture. I got she's got a face of a Sasquatch in the background behind the guy I took up hiking. We weren't even Sasquatching. We were just hiking. I turned around. I took a picture of this guy. And in the background, there was the face of a Sasquatch probably 10 feet behind him. So I got two pictures of the same Sasquatch. Wow. In the same area. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And they're pretty clear? Well, the one I, the, the picture I got, he gets a round face Sasquatch, mm-hmm. and he's black with really short hair. His hair is only probably four inches long down his whole body. It's really weird. It's just shorter hair. Starts at the top of his round face, and it's just four inches of hair. And, uh, and then it gets a little longer as it goes down his shoulders to his body. It's probably about five to six inches. But it's a good picture of his head, neck, chest. You got a good picture. I got a good picture of him in the background. Hmm. And uh, are other people getting like the same when they're taking pictures and then they see later on? Because I hear about that so much where people go and they take pictures and and then like later on they look through the picture or a video and then they see something in the background or something spooky, you know, like peeking around a tree or, or you know, just... There are a few like that out here. I got a friend up in Nanaimo, or down in Nanaimo, and uh, he's got a picture of a tree with a Sasquatch with his hands, his fingers, oh. and his side of his face is a guy ball, but the fingers are what you can really see. Three fingers wrapped around a little tree in front of a bigger tree. That's what it was. It was he was behind his bigger tree, a little tree in front of it, and the hand was on the little tree in front. Wow. And he got a picture of three beautiful fingers and a face in between the two trees. Or part of a face between the two trees. But he got a good picture of one down island. That's no um I look yeah, the biggest thing I've learned is if you want to keep a Sasquatch away, set up cameras. They won't come around. That and like automatic mm-hmm. lights, I've heard, will work. Yeah, if you want a safe campsite, put two cameras facing camp and, and they won't come around. We learned that last time we're out. We're out there for five days, got no action because we did hang up two cameras in camp. So anytime we had action, we never got a camera anywhere. So I've given up trail cameras. Oh, okay. I don't use a trail camera anymore. Do I you, gave them up. Do you think they know what that is, what they are, or they just don't want to mess with on them? On the island? I think they would on the island because a lot of hunters use them. Deer hunters, bear hunters, elk hunters, they use them out here. So I'm sure they know what they are because they'll watch a hunter put them up. And a lot of Sasquatch I've noticed on the internet get caught on hunting trail cams. A lot of hunters catch Sasquatches on their trail cams. Do they? Pretty cool. Yeah. Did they, did they share any of those pictures? Well, uh, do they know I, I got a lot of hunting sites. 
and a few hunting trail camera sites that I used to follow. And that's where you'll find them. It's just on YouTube or Facebook, just hunting trail camera sites. And uh, they get a lot of them through the years. Hmm. You probably don't even know what they are or don't want to say what they are, you know, because that's not their target. Well, they're not Sasquatchers, they're hunters. Yeah. They you know, so they don't brag about them. You know, it's kind of a secret. Yeah, they do whether just turn the other cheek and not. Well, yeah, well, who's going to believe? Who's going to believe? Oh, I Bill, I got a Sasquatch on the trail cam. It's like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, you're still hunting. How'd you get a Sasquatch? And then they're, yeah, then they're going to be like, you're the crazy hunter. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't take long. And, you know, see, you know, Sasquatching's a really rough hobby to have. Boy, they can beat you up out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to have tough skin. Yeah, you can't really be uh, weak about that because, you know, if you're, if you're really sensitive or whatever, then you're gonna get oh, yeah. you're gonna get pounded. Oh yeah, you'll get beat up. Some people can't handle that type of. Um, I run into them in a town of a thousand people. Like <laughs> there's only about nine hundred and eighty people living going over here, and I've been here, boy, since grade seven, and uh, I've been chasing Sasquatches since then. Yeah, here in town. So I've, I've got a reputation of a crazy guy. <laughs> oh, there's Keith, he chases Sasquatches. Stay away from him. He'll, you know, he'll pin you in the corner and talk Sasquatch. <laughs> do they, uh, do they give you a hard time? I mean. Oh, no, people love my videos. Mm. They do. I got followers in town. Me and Steve, they love our videos because these guys can't get out where Steve and I go. And most people wouldn't go where Steve and I go. They'd yeah. be like, what? You're going to go up there? I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, it might be a sign of a Sasquatch. So we go. You hit these game trails and go. So y'all kind of Y'all are kind of the heroes of the village. Well, we have fun. We just show people what's around Boulder River. And, you know, we, we do track bears and we get videos of bears and elk and you know, deer and you know we do post videos them and people appreciate it because they're just not physically able to go or yeah you know they just can't yeah because some that they're so they're living by vicariously through you yeah we got a few sasquatchers in town too right before them oh. we got three ladies that do it they go out Spend the nights out there, two, three nights in a row. They come back with stories. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do you guys ever join forces or? Pardon? Do y'all ever join forces, like go out together, help each other oh, out? Um, yeah, we do. I'm going up. I'm going up island December 3rd to uh, an area. And we're going to go retrieve some trail cameras for a buddy. He hasn't, he's got a bad leg, so he, he had somebody put two trail cameras up in the area. Mm -hmm. And me and another guy didn't go get them and retrieve them. And maybe put them somewhere else for him. 
where he can get them. And they're up on Big Ledge right now. Big Rock Ledge and a slash, old slash area. Wow. We logged 70 years ago. Yeah, the... He's got trail cameras out there, so he's got a bad leg, he can't climb. Mm. Well, I know the pictures that you uh, sent me, it looks very beautiful out there. Oh, it is. It's such a... Yeah, it is a perfect habitat if you're a Sasquatch. There's so much game. Uh, you're never out of water, which they really do like. They love water. Sasquatches really enjoy water. Yeah, because they got all the their food and you know, hydration and it's you know it's uh, part of life you need water Just oh yeah no they love water out here and there's lots of it streams and creeks and underground streams there's definitely no shortage of water out here so how the one that you saw how far were you from a water source oh i'm probably a hundred feet away no oh, okay from a, a good running creek when yeah he was right next to water and i i assume that's where he went was down into the creek across the creek into a bigger timbered area because i did catch him in an open area and but i was too far away i mean i wasn't i was walking my dog i wasn't even thinking of sasquatches out there you know my buddy was um, he was behind me in the bush already, and I was just walking up the road, kicking rocks, and that's what made the noise with the echo, and uh, he got up and ran, I mean, it was like a thoroughbred coming out of a starting gate, he was gone in three steps, bipedal, that quick, boy, he was beautiful, long red hair, but red, I couldn't believe how red it was. So you have uh, two confirmed sightings? Oh, yeah, I got another one too, but it, I, I don't understand it. <laughs> we shared one on the river one time, and it headed back to us. And I don't know what it was doing, but it went and laid down in some bushes. And there's no way I was going to go crawl around and poke around and look for it. It was like, no, I'm not that stupid. I would have been had to be on my hands and knees on boulders to get into the area where it was on the river bank. Um, but we didn't hear it. And we should have heard it because we were moving rocks and we were rocking. Walking, I mean. You step on a you know, a 10-pound boulder, it slides on the other rocks. Makes a lot of noise. That Sasquatch went and laid down somewhere. And uh, it was just too thick. There's no way I'd get my hands and knees and try to crawl around looking for Sasquatch. So we just, we turned around and left. We both saw it. It was like, whoa, cool. And <laughs> I went up further and my buddy went one way and I went another way and we all we could corner down by the river. Maybe it's going to run across the river. But we never saw it, never heard it. So I assumed it just laid down in the area we couldn't get into. There's too much shrubbery. Too thick. Hey, probably just hit. And I'm not that stupid. 
Imagine <laughs> a stupid eagle crawling on my hands and knees looking for a 800-pound creature that could probably just pop my head off. <laughs> you know, I don't know how they react that yeah. close. You know, so I wouldn't corner one. That'd be stupid. And I'm not that stupid. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't try to corner one. Yeah, they probably... And he probably was cornered. That was the thing. So he really had no place to go but the open and where he was. We had to stay where he was. Yeah, that could be a bad situation if we cornered it and it had nowhere to go and it was just you and them. Yeah, I, no, I don't want to do that. I respect them too much. I don't want to harass them. They're, they're beautiful creatures, you know. I've seen four of them on the island now in my life. So the last one, I'm, I'm really going after him, but I really want a little snowfall where he was. And hopefully I can get some tracks somewhere. But it's pretty dense along that riverbed where he crossed or went down to. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, it's not something you do by myself. I'll get my buddy to come out, but we'll do some tracking out there and see what we can come up with the next, within the next week. Yeah, you got to be careful out there. I mean, if you got hurt or something. and Oh, it's not hard to twist an ankle or a knee. Yeah. Like you step in a hole, you know, your foot might drop three feet. You don't know that. Yeah. You don't know how deep that hole is. You don't see them. You step on a fern leaf and pretty soon you're up to your knee in dirt. You're stepped in a sinkhole. Yeah, that doesn't, so, you don't need that. Yeah, you got to be careful out here. You can hurt yourself. I never have, but I do have to, I do have to learn not to do stupid stuff. Right, right. I yeah, because I, I, I remember talking to you on, um, I forgot what, I think it was Google Plus or whatever, when we used to all get on there. Yeah. And I remember your wife used to make you some big old plates of food. <laughs> you were well fed. Oh, yeah. Make you, She's a good woman. Yeah, she took good care of you, from what I could see from the video. She gave you a big old plate of food, and it looked delicious. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta take care of me. He supports me. That's well, that's good. I was worried when I go out for a week. <laughs> I was about to ask you how how does she feel about your hobbies? Um, she likes it. You know, it keeps me fit and healthy. So I got time to do it. So I just get out when I can. And I got my dog. He needs to get out. You know, so I just used to get under the bush every day. It's not hard out here. I mean, we do live in a forestry area, in a valley, so. I'm 10 miles from the ocean. So that's not bad. There's no beaches. It's all a big, rough inlet. You can't go swimming in the ocean as you jump off the government wharf. That's about it. Hmm. Have, has anybody ever uh, spoken about sightings of them walking around at the beach or at the shoreline? Um, we got a river that's probably six kilometers from us up the inlet, the Berman River. Mm -hmm. The natives fish it every year, every you know, four times a year. The natives are up there knitting the river, and they hear Sasquatches nightly because that's when the natives fish is at night. 
and they hear him nightly up there. I'm trying to get four guys together for an outing next summer, next August. Hmm. I want to go up there next August. And there's a giant cave I've been to over there. And uh, I, do, I want to spend about four to five days up there. This cave goes in miles, from my understanding. Oh, wow. And you can stand up the whole way. You're not bent over. You can stand up. Wow, that sounds uh, like an adventure. It will be if I can get four guys to do it. I got you know one guy to do it, but I need two more. Hmm. And you you want to camp down inside the cave? Um, no. I'm gonna camp on the beach by the ocean. Oh, next to the. It's cave. a little safer. Yeah. There's a lot of black bear over there. A lot. So I, I need somebody with a rifle that's legal to hold a rifle. Oh, okay. Just for safety reasons, because there's, there's like too many black bear. And they don't see humans enough. So they're pretty wild. They will come into camp and wreck their camp. The, the natives have problems with them. The natives actually take dogs over and keep them away. You know, the barking dog. Yeah. Because uh, they do, they're fishing, you know, um, uh, 9 at night till 6 in the morning, they're fishing. And it's dark, so, you know, they keep keep their dogs to keep the bears out, their nets, the fish. It's like they're... Easy fishing, you know, they've got a net full of fish. Yeah, it's like their alarm. Yeah, it is. But, yeah, barking dog keeps the bears away pretty well. Yeah, the, the, they don't want to mess with that, they just... Assume. Yeah, I don't have a barking dog. Not in the bush. If he sees an elk, he's gone, and I have no idea what direction he goes in until he comes back ten minutes later. Hmm. Yeah, he's, he, he takes off on me once in a while. But he always comes back, and that's well, a good thing. Always comes back. Always does, yeah. Yeah, always comes back. Well, that's a good thing. I'm not going to do much more than what I'm doing now. Hit the trails, boots the bush, feet the forest. There you go. I'll, I'll do my best to keep up with what you're doing because I've known that, um, I know for a while I didn't see any post or anything for a while, but then uh, I started seeing them again and I was like, hey, he's still at it because I know you've been doing yeah. it. You were doing it long before I got into it, so... Yeah, I've been doing it a while. I love it. I love it. It's so much fun to look for something that's hiding from you. Yeah. It is. Well, that's awesome, and I want to I want to say thank you for coming on the show, and uh, well, thank you for the opportunity, and uh, just letting us you know hear what's going on out there on in Canada. I know I don't really speak to many people out there. I don't know. I don't know too many people out there. I just know you and maybe a few others. But um, that's cool. So I was happy when I asked if you would come on and and you accepted. So I just want to say thank you. And uh, if anything uh, new arises or whatever, I hope that you contact me or let me know something because it's my favorite subject is the hairy man. <laughs> oh yeah. For sure. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Alan, and uh, I will speak to you soon. Okay.
Okay, you have a good night. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>